All right. Good morning to everybody once again. Welcome to Healing School today. Good morning. You're going to be blessed today. Praise God. You're going to be healed today. Amen. And and the prophet and I are trusting God that you are believing God exactly for that. Amen. Glory to God. Now, the scripture says all things are possible to him or her that believe. If you didn't believe, you wouldn't be here in this class today. Praise the Lord. So I want you to, let me say it this way. I want to encourage you today. Turn up the volume on your expectations. Turn up the volume on your receiving. Is there anything too hard for God? No. Hmm. Nothing at all. Thank you. So let's believe God today. Father, in the name of Jesus, yes, we you, pray Father. right now in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, thank you, We Father. thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy today. Thank you, Father. You are thank a compassionate you. Father. Yes, you are. Yes, you, you are. want your people healed. Come on. You want them made whole. So we believe you today yes, for miracles, do. signs, and wonders in the name of Jesus. Thank now you. follow Father. your word today. And we thank you in advance right now in Jesus' name. We praise you for that. We receive it. You said when we pray, believe that we receive and we will have. Well, oh God, we believe it. We believe it. So we take it now. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. All right. What are we talking about today? We're talking about inner healing, freedom, and inner healing. Praise freedom God. for inner healing. I like that. Praise God. Yeah. Okay. And our foundation scriptures, uh, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. That's Psalms 147 in verse 3. And it's in the NIV. Yeah. Amen. And then we have another one. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And that's coming from Psalms 34 and verse 18, also in the NIV. Praise God. Glory to God. That's good. Let me know if you're ready to get started with your notes. Ready to get started now. All right. So the Lord Jesus Christ has plucked apart the devil's freedom at the scenes when he came in the flesh. He destroyed the kingdoms of this world and set the stage for us to be free from evil and demonic influences. Just stop me when you're ready, okay? Stop right there. All right. Give us that last part again. Jesus Christ destroyed the kingdom of this world and set the stage for us to be free from evil and demonic influences. Now, the reason why I stop you there is it reminds me of Acts 1038. 
And mm-hmm. it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Now notice, healing and good is coupled together. Amen. But oppression does not come from God. It is evil and it comes from Satan. That's right. That's where it comes from. Now in James chapter 4 in verse 7 it says submit yourself unto God watch this and resist the devil. And do Mm. what? And resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Okay. Now, I have a question here for everybody. Are you born again? That's what it means to submit yourself to God. Hmm. Is he Savior and Lord of your life? See, when he is Lord of your life, All right. you're going to obey him. That's right, yeah. You're going to follow him. Now, now, uh, this is so powerful because many people say, well, you know, I tried to get healed, but it is, you know, it just won't come. It's not working. Mm -hmm. I want you to pay close, close attention to what we are saying here today. It's going to really help you. Amen. Okay. Amen. Okay, prophet, and jump in any way you want. Okay. Go ahead. So let's get back to the notes. Uh, the last thing we said was he destroyed the kingdoms of this world and set the stage for us to be free from demonic influences. The process when of being... He, when it says he set the kingdoms of this world, he brought in his kingdom. Because another scripture says, every kingdom that is not of the Father shall be rooted up. Mm -hmm. Every kingdom. Did you know sickness is a kingdom? Yes, it is. Did you know oppression is a kingdom? But it's the kingdom of Satan. And that's the one he rooted up. He took it out of the way so you can go free. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Go ahead. Amen. So the process of being set free from demonic influences is called deliverance. It's called deliverance. Yes. In, in practical terms, deliverance is telling the enemy to leave through the power and authority of Jesus Christ. I like that. Yes. The authority to expel demonic forces is given to every believer in Jesus and Jesus Christ. This is found in Mark. Every believer in Jesus Christ. And yes. this is 
uh, Mark 16 and 17, Luke 10, 17 through 20. That's where we can find uh, what we just talked about. The authority to expel demonic forces is given to every believer. And that's our reference for that. Mark 16, verse 17, Luke 10, verses 17 through 20. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we have a topic called emotional wounds. Emotional wounds. Praise God. In the past, a lot of attention has been given to ex- uh, uh, to expelling demons from people's lives. But in some cases, many persons were still bound. However, research has shown that deliverance is only a part of the process. It's only a part of the process. Because what's left? Emotional wounds are a factor that many times have been what? Not considered. Yeah. Emotional wounds. So we also we oftentimes look at the physical wounds. Our attention is on what we can see, and that's the physical wounds. But then a lot of attention has, you know, no hardly any attention has been given to what the what emotional wounds. That's right. They're there, not always visible, but those wounds are there. Yes. So let's pause there for a moment. Many people uh, are living their life from the outside instead of from the inside. Mm -hmm. Now, what do I mean by that? You never want to live your life based on what's going on on the outside of you. Now, we use the scripture all the time, but it'll fit right here to show you or to give you an analogy of what we're talking about. It's Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27. Pay attention to words now. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Where is he? He's supposed to be in you. And if you are born again, let me tell you, he's in you. Amen. Now, in Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, it says, Therefore, if any man, any woman, be in Christ. What are they? They are a new creature. A new creature. Old things are passed away, and all things become what? New. Mm-hmm. All right. Now watch this here. Mm-hmm. When it say old things passed away, most people just think of sin. Well, that's a part of it, but that's not all of it. Mm-hmm. See, Jesus not only died to set you free from sin, he also died to set you free from sickness and disease. 
and those emotional wounds. Mm -hmm. Did you know uh, emotional wounds can stop your physical healing from coming forward? Absolutely. And many people never think about it. But there are things that can stop you from being healed. Hmm. But you see, emotional wounds are just as dangerous as physical wounds that you can see with your natural eye. Hmm. And That's so right. many people are suffering real bad because of emotional wounds. Hmm. What you say, Prophet? I believe that. Uh, let's look at how emotional wounds occur. They occur when people's feelings are hurt, creating an offense that causes a wound on the inside. Yes. And these wounds are among the most common reasons why freedom achieved through deliverance is not always maintained or it's always, it's not as effective as dealing with demonic influences and dealing with demonic influences. So even though when we are being healed and we see the healing occur, what that is, whatever the, uh, has afflicted our bodies, it could be, uh, diabetes, it could be heart trouble, could be a number of things, different things that usually attack our body in the form of sickness. Well, you get delivered, and then before we know it, there's a real challenge. And many times it's because there is an emotional wound that's causing, it's like a root. And even though it's cut down once, it can just occur over and over. There can be a reoccurrence of it because the, the root cause of it is an, is an emotional wound. The and root so we look at, let's, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's an emotional thing. Yes. So in the deliverance ministry, it's very necessary to learn about emotional wounds and how to how to bring you know bring yourself to a point where you can receive inner healing from the Holy Spirit. We That's must right. learn to bring ourselves to uh, uh, receiving deep down deliverance in our spirits. These emotional wounds are as real as a wound on the outside. Oh, yeah. Though many, yeah. Though many of us pretend and hide them, they're still there. We often hope that with time the wounds will heal, but with the passing of time, these wounds just become deeper and bigger. Yes. Physical wounds is if if the physical wound is not treated, it becomes infected, and the infections can seep into our bloodstream and poison our bodies. And in the same way, if a, if it's an emotional wound and it's not treated, that poison 
uh, it, it, uh, it seeps into our soul. It seeps into your mind and your emotions and your will. Yes. And it poisons you. It poisons us. And what is the uh, outward appearance of that? What's the effect? What do we see? We see the emotional wounds. We we can't see the emotional wounds, rather, but the result is uh, that we find ourselves at odds with the world, always angry, always distant, always bitter, discouraged, wounded in our hearts and wounded in our spirit. And that's what we see. Yes. We have to get at the root cause. We must get at the root cause. The pain of these wounds uh, prompts us to respond to life in a sinful manner, thus giving access, or access rather, to the demonic uh, forces that are around us, that inhabit our lives. But God wants us to walk in freedom. That's the big thing right there. He wants us to walk in freedom. Yeah. And he wants us to be healed. He wants our, our wounds and pains and sorrows. He wants those things to be healed. He loves us so much that he paid the price for our emotional healing in the work of the cross. We, we gotta look at that. Isaiah 53 and 4. What does it say? Surely he has borne our grief. And carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. You see that? He yes. bore our, yes, he bore our sins. He carried our sorrows. So what right. happens is, the Bible also, yeah, and God, the Bible also tells us in Psalms 147 and 3, he healed the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. You see it? Yes. That's big. He healed the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Those those wounds that we the emotional wounds. Yes. He even bind up those emotional wounds, guys. God does that. But That's we have right. to let, allow him to. We we got to stop hiding those emotional wounds, get at the root of them, and just let God have his way with us. Yes. You see, there are many people listening to us right now. You want to really catch this. Because there are many people, they got born again. For sure. But they never got their minds renewed with the word of God. Okay. Let me print a picture here. Here's a, here's a woman. She's carrying a child. Hmm. But her life. Oh. It is so out of order. And it's so chaotic. Oh. Husband. Beating the wife. Beating. You know. Things just all messed up. Here this woman is carrying a, a precious child. But in their emotions is all messed up. 
damage is being done to the child. Many children come here already wounded. They are wounded. They are sad. Why? That's where they come from. And let me say this to you. If that person is not healed, if you are suffering uh, emotional breakdowns today, you want to get rid of it. Why? Because you leave the door open to demonic spirits. Did you know that? Mm. And there mm. are so many people are in bondage today. They are being fought by demons. But they go to some kind of clinic and they tell them, well, you know, it's just uh, uh, some kind of hormone unbalance. Not true all the time. Folks, Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 through 30. Very familiar scripture. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you what? Rest. I will do what? I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Look what Jesus said. For my yoke is easy. Who made it easy? Jesus did. He said my yoke is easy. And my burdens are light. Folks, it's time to get set free. Amen. Many people just, you know, they look for a physical healing. But emotional healing is very necessary. Yes. Go ahead, Prophet. Well, you know, that's like the case you and I were discussing the other day. This unwed mother that, yeah, this unwed mother that found herself with child. And in the process, they were, she and her fiance, they were engaged to be married and, um, but she found herself with child while they were going through the process of planning a wedding. And, um, many things had been, uh, had happened in the process of plan, of making the plans. The wedding had been planned. The venue had been uh, decided. The dress had been bought. All the bells and whistles were in place. The wedding was, I think, three, two weeks away, something like that. And the groom decides, well, to be, decides to call his fiance and tell her he changed his mind. That he didn't want to be married. He didn't want to marry her. And here she was devastated. Uh, yeah. Un- unmarried. Expecting her first child. Uh, very young. Right out of the school and what have you. And just devastated. And so what was going on here? This is an emotional wound. That's called rejection. 
it's a spirit of rejection that takes hold of this mother. Yeah. And not only does it take hold of this mother, we've seen in the deliverance ministry that that spirit of rejection enters the defeated of this unborn child. And this child is now uh, heavily burdened with that spirit of rejection. And, That's right. and, and, and his life, this child, being a male, he walks this earth even today with that spirit of rejection upon him. That's right. And when, when, when the un, the untrained eye, you know, that you can't see this, you don't understand the origin of it. You don't understand what's motivating his behavior it, it is because it's something that the untrained eye or anyone for that matter who's not spiritual, you can't know this. You don't understand what happened there. But rejection is a spirit. That's not right. only is the unwed mother uh, laden and heavily burdened with it, but also that child. But thank God there is help. And so you see when that spirit of, uh, of rejection attach itself there to the mother and the child, it goes on to cause what? Behaviors that are not natural in this world. And not only that, it can cause sicknesses that that we can see. Mm-hmm. But the root cause is a spiritual cause. And many of us have these things going on with us, but we're not we're not sure about it. We we have not been learned, taught. We are unlearned in those areas. We're not haven't ventured off into those areas. We don't know what's going on with us. But many yeah. times, not not always, but many times, there is a, a, an unseen uh, cause, a, a spiritual cause that's causing the natural outbreak. Spirit of rejection, man, is one of Satan's most powerful weapons. That rejection. You know, it can cause you to be just so, uh, insecurity is one of the main, uh, uh, characteristics and, and features and, and symptoms that we see that follow. And all, all, all of that person's life, they are dealing with that. And it brings them into so many different areas where they would normally go, you know, if that situation had not occurred. So emotional wounds occur when people's feelings are hurt. It's, it's mm-hmm. creating an offense that causes a wound on the inside. And these wounds are the most common reasons why freedom, once you receive freedom from certain areas, you know, in a deliverance ministry, it's not, it's not, uh, effective because it, it, it disappears for a moment, but then remember, you start thinking about that rejection. You can revisit it again and think about it again, and your emotions can become emboldened again. You're swelling up with that. Just thinking about how that would, you know, revisit that day and, and when all this, your world came tumbling down and what happened? Those emotional mm. wounds, they're, they're right back there again. That's right. That's and right. they they eventually uh uh they eventually um um appear uh in in all kinds of 
sicknesses and diseases on the surface that we can see. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. So we need to, we need, I know this is a little different, but I'm sure it's for someone out there listening. You know, you have to think about it. Rejection is a spirit and it can cause physical wounds. It can cause emotional wounds that relate in physical wounds. And if untreated, it is very effective. You know, this is why we say all the time, like Larry mentioned a few minutes ago, we must renew our mind. See, Jesus paid the price on the cross, but we need to know the way. We we need to understand how do we achieve, how do we walk in, how do we appropriate, how do we actually, you know, implement, what is the implementation, implementation of this? How do we do it? How do we apply what he's done? And this is what we're talking about this this morning. We yes. must renew for, for, for wounds, physical wounds, Emotional wounds, rather, we must renew our minds. We must renew our minds. He said, renew your mind on the word of God. Mm-hmm. We have to mm-hmm. make sure that our thinking uh, is, is, is totally uh, delivered from these things. And this is how emotional healing begins. Renew your mind. You know, many times they say, well, yes, I got saved and all of that. But, but then the scripture says, the Bible tells us to go on and renew our minds as well. Because when you got, when your spirit man got saved, listen carefully, your mind did not get saved. When your spirit That's got right. saved, your mind did not get saved. Mm-hmm. So we must do something with our mind. We mm-hmm. must, and what must we do? Renew it. You must renew your mind on the word of God. Yes. Praise yes. God. Yes. Casting yes. down, the Bible says. The Bible says casting down what? Imagination. Imagination. So if your mind wants to go back and imagine that terrible day when that phone call came and that rejection spirit sat down there, if your mind wants to keep revisiting that and keep replaying that like a, a you know, video game over a video, you replaying it over and over in your mind, you need to stop that. And you can. You have to open your mouth. And you must say, I refuse to think on that. I cast that thought down in the name of the Lord Jesus. I am totally delivered from that spirit of rejection. There is therefore now no condemnation to me. Call your name that walk in the spirit. There is no condemnation to me anymore. Jesus paid the price for me. Jesus restored me. Jesus delivered me from that spirit of rejection. And I refuse to walk in that I refuse to let it play over and over in my mind. I cast it down and I make every thought come into line with the word of God. And the word mm-hmm. of God says there is now no condemnation to me, Helen Elder, that walks not after the flesh, but after the spirit. I think on, the Bible tells me to think on lovely things, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, the Bible tells me to think on these things. And these are the things that I will think on, and I will not revisit that place ever again in my life. That place is dead to me. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And then you begin to thank Jesus for what he did for you. Father, thank you for delivering me. Thank you for cleansing me. Thank you for setting me free. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And now I plead the blood of Jesus over that wound. 
I plead the blood of Jesus over that emotional wound. I plead the blood of Jesus over that entire situation. And I thank you that I'm delivered from the powers of darkness. Thank you, Father. Yeah. My emotions God. are clean. My I am cleansed. I'm washed and I'm made whole. Thank you, Father. You see, and that's what you have to do. Satan will come again and try to make you revisit that day, that time of rejection. But don't do that. Do not, don't let Satan do that to you. Don't let him keep making you uh, replay that terrible situation over and over in your mind. Don't do it. I don't know what it is. I just wanted to use that as an example because many of us have had many areas uh, where we've been rejected, where we've been hurt, where we've been things that cause us to be hurt in our spirit. And we haven't dealt with that yet. And it's causing all kind of outer affliction in our body and sickness. That's right. That's right. Now, now this is wonderful. You're in the right place. Do you, do you remember Deuteronomy chapter 29 and verse 29? It talks about the secret things belong to God. But the things which are revealed belong to us. Now, what you don't want to do is go touching things that don't belong to you. Pay attention to words. (coughs) Deuteronomy chapter 29, if I got it right, in verse 29. The secret things belong to God. But the thing which is revealed belong to us. Now, when you go to dealing with secret things, we don't know, we don't have the answer on, here's what happens. You open the door to demonic spirits. You open that door to demons. The scripture you just use, what things ever are lovely, just, honest, good report. If there be any virtue, if there be anything that's praiseworthy, notice what he said. Think, think, meditate, ponder, think on these things. Do what? Think on these things. What was the flip side of that? If they're not lovely, if they're not good report, if it's not praiseworthy, don't think on it. See, you are the one, not Satan, you are the ones, if you didn't know it, you find it out this morning, you are the one who control what you think. If anything has been troubling you, depressing you, did you know you could stop thinking about it? Well, Brother Elder, how do we do that? 
you seal up the door of your mind with the, the name, the word, in the blood of Jesus. You decree and confess, I will not allow my mind to think that again. In the name, here we go, of Jesus. How many of y'all remember the Passover lamb? Remember yes. when I see the blood, I will pass over? Passover means to skip. Pass you up. But you must seal the doorway of your mind and your heart with the blood of Jesus. I've talked to people, and you would think it just happened five minutes ago, but it was 40 years ago. Somebody hurt me, and they hurt me bad. Now, I'm not making light of that. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But this was 40 years ago. Now, prophet in Mark chapter 11 and verse 25. When you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against anybody, if you have any unforgiveness there, any ill feelings there, he said forgive. You want to know why it said that? So your Father in heaven will forgive you. But folks, listen, when you leave things right there in the land of unforgiveness, Satan takes advantage of you. He moves in on you. I think you quoted the scripture a second ago, prophet, Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation. To them which are in Christ Jesus. Absolutely. Now watch this here. Why does it say that? Condemnation is not from God. It's from Satan. Condemnation. Open those wounds up. Even wider. It damages you farther. And it holds you right there in that arena. In that condemnation, with those thoughts, no matter how long ago it happened, it could have happened today or yesterday. It'll, it'll hold you right there and continually over and over doing damage on you. Yeah. There are many people who have opened the door to demonic forces. Oh. Wounds. See, a wound is a wound. There's an opening there. See, you see what I'm saying to you here? Yes, I do. Emotional. There's an opening there. Go ahead. Yeah. Emotional wounds manifest themselves in the natural. Yes. And that's where sickness comes from. 
And that's Very what we're good. trying to do is tie it together today to show uh, where our attention needs to be. Many times we are li- we're seeking our healing, and that's great. We all want to be healed. I know I do. Uh, whatever is ailing me, whatever is coming against my body, I want to be delivered from it. But so oftentimes, as we said in the beginning, that's not happening. Even when healing comes, sometimes it's, it's only temporary. And then before you know it, we're right back where we started. In situations like that, we need to say, okay, it's time to get at the root of this. It's time to find out what's going on. And that's why we gave the example a few minutes ago, like, you know, how uh, rejection is a wound. It's an emotional wound. These wounds occur when our feelings are hurt, when, when things hurt us so badly. We, tr- we cover them cause, because we want to get away from the very pain of it. So we cover it up many times. We do whatever. We go on vacation. We change the atmosphere. We, you know, we won't talk about it. We won't address it. But yet that wound is there. I know it's there. You know it's there. And Satan knows it's there. And many times he brings it right back in our what? In our memory, in our mind, hoping that. We will continue to think on it and think on it and think on it and think on it and think on it. But that's, that's right. not what that's not what we should do. And that's why we gave we talked about this scripture right here over in Philippians four and eight. That scripture is vitally important for us. You know, Philippians four and eight, what does it say? That's what we need to do. That's what we that's the the prescription from the word of God for emotional wounds. He said, finally, my brethren, put your name there. Finally, Helen. Finally, Larry. Whatsoever are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, Come on. I want you to think on these things. I want you to think on this. So why did God put that in the word for us? Why did he give us that example? Because that's the prescription for healing healing emotional wounds. Emotional wounds reoccur and the, 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 the thought, it comes up in our thought process. And we think about it. You know this. You, something has happened in the course of a day and as long as we're running around and we're keeping busy and we're not, you know, letting our minds revisit it again, we're okay. But then we settle down at night and everything is quiet and nothing is moving. Huh? That thought, yeah. it just floats right back up to the top. And there we are, tossing and turning on our pillows, thinking about it, replaying it, revisiting it, that thing. Over and over and over again. Why does Satan do that? Because just like the entrance of the word of God brings light, well, the entrance of evil thoughts bring light too to those things. That's right. You see it? It wants yes. to shine again. It wants to control. It wants to keep you in the, in the, in the final, uh, uh, step of, of that kind of thinking, you're going to act it out. You see it? You're going to act out what you're thinking. And, and many times you, you know what? Sometimes 
people start itching and just breaking out with stuff all over their bodies and what have you. And it, it affects your behavior. It, it affects your flesh. It affects the surroundings. It affects, it affects your workplace. It affects everything. Mm-hmm. But we have the answer, guys, to emotional wounds. It's what you're thinking about. That's right. That's right. What to think. So if you find yeah. yourselves revisiting those things over and over and over and over again, don't do that. Don't, don't, you know what? Go to the answer. Get away from the problem. Go to the answer. Run to the light. Run to the light. There it is right there in Philippians 4 and 8. Praise God. Yes. He'll never leave us in the dark. There That's is, right. there is an answer for us, right, Larry? In every area of our lives. Yes. The word of God has the answer for us. But we must find right. it. We must search it out. And we must actually begin to walk out the word of God. Live it. Let it be a vital part of our everyday existence. Amen? That's right. Glory. We're talking about emotional wounds that manifest themselves in the natural. It causes all kinds of sicknesses that we can see. Yeah. But God wants us to know about this part of it as well. Amen? That's right. Yeah. See, your life will follow your most dominant thoughts. I want to say that again. Your life will follow your most dominant thoughts. Now, there are things that block healing. Did you know that? Unforgiveness block healing. I, I'm thinking of a lady right now. She had a blood disease. And nothing the doctors did would work for her. They put her on this medicine. They put her on that medicine. They put her on the other medicine. They sent her to all kind of specialists. Now, this is before, way before, they had health care out here. That lady was spending up some money. And let me tell y'all something. She didn't get better. There wasn't nothing that the doctors could do. You know why? Her problem was not natural. It was spiritual. And I told her for the longest. Now you're going to have to forgive your husband. He committed adultery. And it just wounded her so bad. She went here. She went there. I said, listen, you're wasting your time. You need to forgive. Well, I just can't. I said, no, you won't. You can, but you won't. Let me tell y'all something. She got so bad off that she was hospitalized. And I went to the hospital with one message for her 
from the Lord. You know what it was? But he was wounded. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. It was laid on Jesus. And by his stripe we were healed. Turned around. Goodbye. Walked out the door. That's what the Lord told me to do. Let me tell y'all something. Three days later, heard from her. I did not, as well as I knew her, did not recognize her voice. She sounded like a brand new woman. I said, yeah, when I found out who it was, I said, yeah, tell me about it. That scripture, that scripture, but he was wounded. I said, yeah. I got to thinking about that. If Jesus was wounded for me, why do I need to be wounded again? She forgave. She got to thinking about what, what the scripture said, what Jesus did. But he was wounded. She said, if he was wounded, I don't need to be. Folks, just like that, that lady was totally set free from those emotional wounds and the blood disease too. And do you see what happened there? Amen. This is the way the same works. See, Jesus did much more than just uh, save you from your sins. He did a whole lot more than that. And people need to know about it. Amen. Well, 